So what was it? What'd you ask me? So they, uh, you know, you heard about this, uh, talking about CBG these days. CBG these nuts, you know what I'm saying? Whoa! <laughs> uh, yeah, I, have, I do know what you're saying. Lucas, what is it? And is it real? What are, what are, what are uh, cannabinoids? Um, what are cannabinoids? Cannabinoids. I know my nose is stuffy, alright? You don't have to fucking make fun of me for it. Uh, not cool, first of all. My, my nose is also stuffy. Yeah, you don't hear me selling, telling you you sound like fucking Snuffleupagus. Uh, it's just how I sound right now, <laughs> Jesus. CBG is a real thing. It is a real cannabinoid. It's one that's they're starting to kind of do more research on and figure out the benefits of it. There are, like, um, where I live in California, there are some CBG gummies that you can get. There are some gummies here that mix, like, CBD, THC, and CBG, like, in one gummy. And the entourage effect of that is very fun and very strong, uh, at least when it hit me. Is it... So, I... The only thing I've heard about CBG is that it's, like, energizing a little bit. Um, is that kind of what it's doing, or, like... It's kind of... It's more uh, a regulatory thing. Um, kind of like how CBD... CBD is, like, anti-inflammatory, and you have... You know, you have, like, an endocannabinoid system, like, in your body. Um, and I think CBD is the only one that can directly bind to uh, the cannabinoid receptor... So CBD is just like really good for our bodies. Like it helps with overall inflammation. It can help with anxiety. Uh, it helps with like it can help with blood pressure. Like a lot of different things. But it's mostly like an anxiety thing and just kind of like regulatory. Kind of just keeps you like your body working the way it should. Yeah. Uh, and CBG is kind of the same thing. Like I think you have a little bit more uh, like pain relief supposedly from CBG. And uh, but it's they're both like non psychoactive. So like neither of them get you high by themselves. But in connection, like, if when you combine it with THC, it could potentially make your high, like, more intense or steer it in a certain direction and make your high, like, very unique or, like, distinctive or whatever. So that is the fun part for me. That's the part that I'm more, more interested in all these kind of, like, minor cannabinoids that they're finding out about is CBG, CBD, CBN, uh, all these other... And there's so many that I don't even know about. But all of them when you combine them all that's why you want like really well-grown weed because that has like all these different terpenes and all these different cannabinoids present in it because it's they're growing it well and they're it's usually like the type of sunlight and the type of like soil and stuff that they use but when you have all of that together the high is like so much more complex and fucking enjoyable to be honest in my opinion um versus like you know all these brands that are just focusing on thc alone and thc alone doesn't really do much uh, when you pay attention to all the other cannabinoids and you pay attention to terpenes, that's when like shit gets really fun and really cool. So like CBG is real. Like why are you asking about CBG though? Like is, is it because? Because Riley had a vape with uh, THC and CBG. Oh. Uh, like the main components. Uh, did you try it? Yeah, I tried it. I don't think I. I guess I didn't try enough. We were also drinking. So I couldn't like quite tell. Be careful, was, uh... <laughs> That can that can be a really big mistake sometimes. Well, it, it we were fine. We went to the <laughs> fucking club, and we danced the night away. Okay. Uh, and and but, but you noticed like it got you high. I I I didn't really notice. I I took small puffs because I I always try to take 
small puffs of weed yeah whenever i'm smoking like a pipe or a vape or something and i just always end up taking more than i thought yeah especially with those pins dude they'll they'll sometimes surprise you like you feel like you're getting nothing yeah and then you blow it, out this huge cloud and you're like i've made a huge mistake it's like oh <laughs> like oh no <laughs> the next 30 minutes of my life are gonna be kind of scary like i've always wanted to try micro dosing weed specifically yeah because i i feel like that would be like kind of the vibe i'm on most of the time i hardly ever i really don't smoke weed often right it's like just kind of when i'm like i don't know i got this like four hours nothing's happening i might like play a video game or something let's smoke some weed let's just fucking lean into it is it not like a nightly thing for you like for me it's kind of during the week it's a nightly thing um I used to smoke it before bed, but I think it actually made my sleep worse. Oh, it it does that to a lot of people. With me, it doesn't it doesn't fuck with my sleep at all, but it does that to a lot of people. But for me, it's like it's after work. Um, you know, four or five o'clock in the afternoon, I have my first bowl. I am full on consider myself a stoner, but there are sometimes where I go days where I don't smoke at all, and also like I dry herb vape, right? So, like, uh, I call myself a stoner. And I still probably because I dry or vape or on like on demand vapes where I just take one or two hits at a time. Yeah. I an eighth will last me like two fucking weeks. If I just do my one or two bowls a night, like it literally lasts me forever. And I consider myself <laughs> a heavy, you know, a moderate user. Yeah. Yeah. No, like <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, like I don't think I'm like i only know a couple people that smoke every day and it's usually more for like medicinal like body purposes right than like just wanting to be fucking toked 24 7 or anything yeah like that. that's what that's why i have a, a hard time calling it my medicine or you know there's a there's a kind of a pretentious thing where stoners will say like dude i'm so medicated i'm feeling really <laughs> medicated okay and for me right. i'm looking over there like really dude like you're just like let's chill out for you're a stoned second, huh? you know like you don't have crohn's disease like you don't have <laughs> you know this chronic pain or you know whatever else people might get prescribed weed for it's just like you do it because you like to get high and that's okay you know like that's why i do it and you're just a fucking pothead and it's okay and to you should be get thrown in jail you know, stone oh wow what well, escalated very quickly I'm from Texas. I always knew you were a we, fucking we, narc. We go hard there. Death penalty. You're like, no, uh, you're, yeah, I should have fucking known. You're like, oh, uh, what what's this CBG stuff? I, I gotta take notes so I know who to arrest. Because I'm a fucking narc. I gotta, I gotta find... You're using hemp rope? <laughs> Not in my tell, town, Tell me baby. where I can find some of that. I am. I own a, a boat. Is there, like... A plug-in that you uh, use yeah. to, do you have a, to get that? Do you have or? a plug-in for that? Do you have a plug-in for that? That's what you kids call, right? Right. Can I... I just want to... You know, I just want to smoke dope trees. I just want to... I just want... I just want some hash. That's all I'm looking for. <laughs> just looking for a good hash. I'm just looking for a good hash. <laughs> Dude, if you ever made your own hash, it could be ash hash. I think it'd be... Hash ash, ash hash. Ash hash bagash? Ash hash bagash. That yeah, sure. Why not? 
<laughs> ashes, ashes, hash spagash. <laughs> ashes. <laughs> I'm done. Anyway, what's up, buds? Welcome to another episode of the Ear Buds podcast. This is a podcast where two good buds talk about one good album what? for a good amount of time. Oh, shit. This is our fucking classics. Yep. These are the ones we bring on every week. We caught it. We caught, we caught the classic. It's a classic catch. Yeah. Uh, and this week I brought on an album. Uh, little known, ba- I don't. I actually don't know how relevant this band is these days. I, I don't think anyone would recognize them these days. I think I'm surprised that you know who these guys are. I would think anyone younger than me does not know this band. This this album came out in '96 mm. when I was uh, one year old. What? Uh, Holy shit! And I've. It's. I had a. I had an. I have an ex friend, who. Despised Ben Folds, just like outright. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so it kept me from like really enjoying this album. Uh, but I I bought the CD. I had it in my car. I played it a couple times. Uh. And only recently I'm like, I wonder if the album's so good, and it's fucking good, baby. And the <laughs> album is whatever and ever. Amen. But Ben Folds Five, yeah. I still have no I like I, I think you either love or hate Ben Folds. I don't think there's any in between. But I'm curious to see, kind of how you took this album. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little anxious. Well, uh, you know, let's take this nice and slow. Ah, uh, um, oh boy. So I have a weird connection to this. CD, which real quick, uh, what made you want to listen to this? You had a friend who hated this band a lot, and then all of a sudden you buy the CD and you listen to it. I well, I had the CD, I listened to it, then I met that friend, and they were just like, yeah, just like it wouldn't come up often, yeah. but whenever Ben like they would watch Over the Hedge or something, and be like, <laughs> oh yeah, fucking Ben folds. Are they on the soundtrack? <laughs> Yeah, Ben Folds like made the soundtrack for Over the Head. Oh shit. We should have listened to that. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> you might have liked that better. Yeah, if it's if it's um, Randy if it's Randy Newman level uh animated songs, then count me in. Uh and then only only like two or three weeks ago. This is recent. Um I was just in the I was in the tub. I was in I was in the You were bath. having a soak. I was having a soak. Yeah. And I was like, I just like randomly thought of like Brick for yeah, some reason, yeah. right? Because that's like the most famous song. It was like, you know what? I'll try that album out again. And like, day after we'll, Christmas, we'll get into it. But I, <laughs> I had no idea so I would like this album that much. So it's been a while since you listened to it, and then you popped it on a couple weeks ago, and I popped it on. It is it is a long album. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's a little it's long. It's like, it's like. 12 minutes it's like 12 minutes hour 12 uh, songs yeah five minutes sorry it's a it's like 12 minutes long it's kind of it's kind of like it gets old right around the eight minute mark so it's <laughs> it gets awkward that's kind of where it loses its freshness it, yeah yeah it's it's almost uh-huh. an hour right i i'd say it's like an hour or like it's around an hour yeah it is it is kind of long um 
but that's really yeah that's that's random that's interesting man because i was completely surprised when you suggested this album for because i you had never mentioned ben folds to me once <laughs> the whole time i've known you i would not peg no. you for to for a ben folds fan for a, a foldy uh, yeah i wouldn't beg you for uh, as a foldy and uh, I wouldn't beg you to be one. I wouldn't peg you to be one. I wouldn't peg you. You wouldn't peg right? me. <laughs> You've asked so many times at this point. What the? Like, what <laughs> I don't know why you're you? so insistent on being uh, pegged. Well, I don't want your fucking gross dick. Yeah, I was gonna say like it's weird pegging. Like pegging usually happens with someone who doesn't have that. They don't just, have the equipment. Look, I, it's not pegging at that point. What can I say? Okay? That's why I'm telling know. you I'm not going to do it because it's not pegging at that point. Lose your fucking dick then. I don't know. <laughs> Chop it off. Buy a new one. <laughs> just buy and a just new fucking one. peg your friend. Doghouse leathers. <laughs> a friend and peg is a uh, friend who peg together. Uh, leg together. Show me that right leg, baby. <laughs> I already showed you my knee in the other episode. If everyone wants to see my knee, you can go click on the episode before this. All right. All right. Okay. I have a I have a kind of a random ass connection to this album, which is why another reason why it was like kind of threw me off guard when you suggested this record is because I have a friend, shout out Peter, uh, that loved this album oh, when we boy. were when we were growing up. All right. And Peter was like Definitely my best friend growing up. Like, hung out with him the most. Rode around with him in his car, listened to music. Like, you know, high school shit. And he played this album a lot. Yeah, I... Damn it. <laughs> like, you've said the same thing about, like, um, a Tame Impala record. And, like... Oh, really? I think so. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, y- you've said the same thing about a couple records where it's like... This yeah. was played in the car... A lot. Uh, frequently. And Fuck. I was never a big fan of it uh, growing up. Like, there was definitely, there's definitely some some songs that I liked on this, including Brick. Like, Brick is awesome. Um, and uh, even back then, I liked uh, Song for the Dumped. Like, loved, yeah. you know? But, Give man. back my black t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, there's something about this music that feels like... Is it is it annoying? Is it missing something? It's a little annoying like, to me. It's a little annoying, but it's also like kind of I don't want to say beta, but you know what I mean. Like I hate what? the alpha beta shit, you know, like beta males or whatever, like it's a little weak. It's beta behavior. It's small it's, it's very it's small dick. It's very small dick energy. This whole album to me. So, growing up, that's what I felt. I was like, this is a very SDE album and a very right. SDE band to me. Clearly, they're all very talented. Um, but listening to it now, you know, like almost probably 20 years later, honestly, since it's like the last time that it was on constant rotation in my life, uh, just like not my choice, um, <laughs> it's a little better than I remember. <laughs> All right. Well, look, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna fight for this album. I'm gonna try to get you in the seven range because I know you're not there. Wow. Oh, that is gonna there, be that is gonna be a feat. That is gonna be an accomplishment. 
You're not that far, are you? I we'll we'll find out. We'll find out. I don't want to no spoilies. All right. Oh boy. I don't spoil my rankings. Uh, did you know that this album was almost called "The Little Girl with Teeth"? Really? Yeah, that was almost the name of this record. What well, is there a re- like? No. Do you know why? No. Doesn't see. Doesn't give a reason. Just found that out. Just saw that. This is a much better name. And that's I'd a say. that's an awful title. I love the name of the record. Whatever and ever and amen. What is it? Whatever and ever amen. Yeah, it's great. It's it's it is. it's a perfect title for how like for Ben's lyrics. Yeah, it's like a very like the the tone of this record is very much like sarcastic. Yes. There's a lot of sarcasm in it. There's a lot of like y- it can definitely be seen as like someone laughing uh like kind of sticking their nose up laughing at someone. Yeah, it's you know. It's almost like uh these all these songs were written against someone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's which is what like, it feels like a lot. It feels like someone who got picked on a lot in school and they wrote a whole like revenge record. Right. It, like and if that first song doesn't get that across, well, I don't know what will. One angry dwarf. Yeah, like Yeah. 200 people and one angry dwarf or whatever. Yeah. Um but these are like I don't know, man. The 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 lyrics on on a lot of these songs uh Genius had an interesting amount of notation on it. I didn't think huh. it have anything. But yeah, I didn't even bother looking. <laughs> well, cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't do. I don't go to. Gen- I only usually go to Genius for rap songs that we for rap albums that we talked about. If it's not a rap album, there's usually no point. Yeah, there's not a lot uh, to take away from it, you know. And it, I usually don't have problems uh, understanding lyrics that aren't in rap songs because for some reason I have trouble understanding. Uh, but a lot of these songs are just kind of like stories. And just like not not so personal to Ben Folds as a person, but like a few of them stuff are. He's, yeah, definitely a few of them are. Like Brick, but, like the song we already mentioned, super yes. super heavy topic, uh, and su- something that's super heavy that happened to him and his girlfriend. Yeah, but like uh, Wandering Green Dwarf, uh, like uh, Cigarette. Yeah. Uh, Missing the War, Battle of Who Could Care Less, that's kind of all, like, stories and stuff that, that just, like, came out of nowhere. Yeah, even uh, Steven's Last Night in Town, you know, just kind of like a concept song. Well, that was just because... what One thing Ben Folds does that, like, irks me the wrong way is that he will just, like, use the actual names of people he knows in his music. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, it's like irresponsible like, songwriting. Yeah, he'll just like name drop people that he was like hanging out with. Yeah, it's like these are their their actual names. Like fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's that's funny. <laughs> I didn't realize that any of these were like the real names. Yeah, yeah. Like anytime that's he says a, a name, it's move. like usually just like a real dude, person. He's you don't do shit around Ben Folds. Like don't do anything of note don't around fuck, him. Don't he, fuck around Ben Folds. Your name dude, is gonna end will. up in a song. He will tear you down. He will immortalize you in a song. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, and if you don't know, uh, Ben Folds 5, you might not get it from listening to this album, but it is a trio at this time. Yes. And it is a bassist, 
a pianist and a drummer. Pretty original in their instrumentation. I, it's always been a weird and weirdly common. I've seen it like three times. That's not common. But it's but like, common, and you like every band that does this. It's true. Yeah. I don't think that's. <laughs> I don't think that's like a coincidence. I think. Um, who did that song? Uh, you say you wonder. Yeah. Uh, everybody's changing and I don't feel the same. No? I don't recognize it. Damn. Uh, Keep singing that. Yeah? Keep going? Uh, You're aching, you're breaking, and I can see the pain in your heart. Achy, breaky heart? Yeah, Billy Ray, that's who it was. uh, Old BRC. Oh, BRC, baby. <laughs> well, uh, if anyone listening knows what song that is, leave it on a comment somewhere, because I have no idea what you were just singing. Aaron. But anyway, uh, yeah, no, there's the the fact that the bass, the way that the bass is used on a lot of these songs, because I feel like a lot of this stuff is like, obviously it's really jazzy, a lot of the album. It's very jazzy. I'd say it's usually piano based and focused 100%, 100% I would say every song yeah. is like piano driven um, yeah but uh, some of the they, they have more like quote unquote uh, I like the Lilo and Stitch cup uh, yeah I got that at Spirit Halloween for 50% that's, off that is that's a legit cup that's a great cup it's very cute yeah. I've always loved Stitch yeah that's Ooh. a good one uh, what was I saying you distracted me with your Stitch cup uh, oh yeah, You're just so saying how much you like the album and how oh, cool it is. Oh man, I must have blacked out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, uh, I I feel like a lot of the songs are super jazzy, right? But on the more like what you would might call like the rocking songs, like the the more loud rocking ones, it's yeah. kind of like because it's piano driven, it, it feels like fifties rock and roll. You know what I mean? Like kind of classic rock and roll type of piano playing you know and type yeah, of energy right, sure. they, they they don't get that loud that aggressive right obviously like how can you but yeah. they do kind of heart like they kind of bring back that jerry lewis you know ray charles type rock and roll sometimes yeah and it's cool because the bassist, which definitely this band was the first time i've ever heard the bass being um distorted and used like as a guitar rather than as a bass yeah. And, right, uh, I don't think I've I've heard an instance before, like this album in 1996 of a band ever doing that. Right, like "Song for the Dumped." I feel like you hear that and you're just like, "Whoa!" Like this, that's a bassist. Like everyone had <laughs> everyone had that realization, you know, when like listening to that song at one point. And yeah. I mean, since then, dude, like "Death from Above," "Royal Blood." Yep. Are there any other ones? Uh certainly. I'm sure, but having just a bass and no guitar, you know, that's that's super rare. I think Mug Dog, actually. Uh, the, they're no, only they're a bass, guitar. right? No, they are bass. Yeah. It's a bass and drum. Yeah, because they're super into Royal Blood. They were on the Royal Blood episode, the two guys in Mug Dog. Everyone should go listen to that one. That was a great episode. But they were, it was like a six-string bass, so it doesn't count. Oh, I didn't know that. Goddamn. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that, but it doesn't count. Oh, it's... <laughs> I don't know if you know the rules of, of bass. Yeah, but like if it's got more Six than strings four doesn't strings, count. <laughs> yeah, sorry. That's a guitar, okay? 
That's a guitar. We all know it. <laughs> We're just talking semantics. Doesn't matter here. how thick those strings are. Do you think um, this band influenced? Do you think Ben Folds influenced Death from Above and fucking Royal Blood? Absolutely not. <laughs> I'd say absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> not. <laughs> but I mean, it's such a random idea, you know, and you don't see it done often and i don't know of many bands other than the ones we already said so it's like this is to me this was like revolutionary when i first heard this this album and realized that that's a bass guitar the whole time yeah no i think it's um i i think it might have inspired other bands to have weird formations you think more than it inspired like actual artists to go out and like bass drum combo mountain kings is another one that has this kind of like piano bass drum kind of thing going Hmm. um i guess uh no bad bad not good as a guitarist right yeah okay never mind moving on it'd be weird to hear (laughs) someone from royal blood say like yeah we're deeply influenced by ben folds (laughs) big ben folds (laughs) we're huge what's the what's the bassist name uh Oh, I have it written down. Damn it. I can't well, remember. It's lost the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to find it. <laughs> uh, but also, you know, other than the bass, who's he's a great bassist. But he needs to stop headbanging. He headbangs in some of their music videos, and I don't appreciate it. Uh, it's too much. <laughs> you just so Calm caught down. that. Calm down. Like, you're in Ben Folds 5. You're, you're in Ben Folds Yeah, five. like, you shouldn't be headbanging. I don't know how much you... I, I know you're trying to get the crowd into it or whatever, but uh, Ben Folds is an incredible pianist. Yeah, no, it's it's insane. It's insane. He does these runs, he does these parts while singing. Like, and while singing, it's impressive. Yeah. But, like, even just alone, it would be kind of crazy. He kind of... I, I think that might be a part of it where he kind of, like, just outclasses the rest of the band very 100%. easily yeah you know and they're good too the drummer's good it's not like they're bad I wouldn't, but yeah like, i mean the ba- they're they're all really good at what they do but ben folds is he seems like so proficient you know yeah like he, yeah. he it sounds like he's like a student of the piano because he can play so many different styles like uh, yeah. even within like uh, song for the dumped, you know, like which is obviously like you know, spoiler alert, one of my favorite songs. Uh, <laughs> the part where you know, because that song is kind of like more straightforward, kind of like jazz rock, you know. Um, yeah. Kind of reminds me. You ever listen to Jamie Colum? No. Oh man, he's a great like British uh, jazz pianist guy, and he does like uh, kind of more rockin' jazz piano stuff, and it's it's really good. A lot of a lot of his stuff kind of reminded me of this album, but uh, yeah, in the middle of "Song for the Dumped," like he starts playing that fucking ragtime. The like sounds like a fucking Mario Kart like menu song. Right. Like that's uh you know that's just kind of it's just something that he can just pull out like a little rabbit out of the hat you know and he's just like oh and then I wanted to play this thing and he just does it does it amazingly and it's just. Like he he completely, whether I enjoy the album as a whole or not, or you know if this is this just isn't my cup of tea for the most part, like this type of music. Yeah. Um, but Ben Folds is like a ten out of ten pianist. Like obviously, ten like out he's of ten. a he's a really great talent, and this is only like their second album. Yeah. So 
they were just getting started and he was already like at this level i'm sure it was at or near this level on the first album too you know yeah you know like, it's weird obviously. i feel like this is the only album i've listened i've heard by them i you know it's the only one i've listened to through uh but <laughs> he his songs have been weirdly splayed out through my life because of over the hedge and like <laughs> rock in the suburbs oh yeah i knew they had some bigger yeah. songs after this yeah they got some remember. stuff there Man, but it's, and, I mean, um, it tells you how good this album was to me, even when it, like, when it came out, or at least some of the songs on this, because when Brick came out, this was 97, uh, I was deep into my corn, Limp Biscuit, Static X. You, you wouldn't have any of this. Cold Chamber, like, I was listening to the, to, like, you know, the newest of metal, and <laughs> I loved Brick. Like, Brick really? fucking still was able to, like, get to me. You know, and to me that like tells you how good some of these songs really are on this album. Well, let's uh, before we keep praising it the entire episode. What are some of your like grievances with this record? Um, it really is just the the type of music that it is. It's it's I'm not. You just don't like the kind of piano based like alt rock jazz. Yeah, no thing. I, I I mentioned Jamie Colum. I love Jamie Colum, and uh, he's the only one that plays this type of stuff that I really like. I think there's something, like I said, like there's something kind of very um, nerdy, and this is not in a bad way. I'm just saying, like this is the energy yeah. I get. There's something very nerdy, like theater kid uh, yep. got picked on a lot energy in this music that just right. kind of this whole thing just to me feels like a really smart kid trying to make his bully feel dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You know, it's like like how they can get him back. Like, this is how they get people back is by, you know, we're really good musicians. So we're going to write this shit. And like, they won't talk to him face to face, but they'll write a song. Yeah. And they'll they'll say fucking shit. And they play piano, but he cusses, you know, and it's like, Oh, like he says bitch in the song. Oh my God. You know, he's such a bad boy of the piano. Like everything just bad bo- <laughs> many bad boys of the piano yeah, wears friends. a leather jacket has a has a handkerchief around his neck you know uh, yeah you know like the outsider shit right pony boy shit you know uh, you just don't like the beta cut. I'm sorry I hate to say it that way but yeah there's something very like <laughs> since I was a kid I could feel that energy in it and uh, can't, it doesn't take away again from the the musicianship and everything else about it but it's just like it is just the overall energy that was that feels like it was put behind writing a lot of this stuff and i'm just like just not into it and not super into like piano driven music in general like very sure. very few and far between so it's just kind of like a, a personal taste thing more than like whether it's a good album or not you know like that's what everything i'm saying is like purely subjective just because it's like not my cup of tea well, that's fine. I Fuck think... this album, dude. <laughs> Some shit. Fuck this dude. shit. Pianos are fucking lame. You're using bleed listening to this. Like, uh, hi, Mozart called. He wants his fucking uh, shtick back. <laughs> <laughs> his piano shtick. Yeah, like his whole like little gimmick he had going. Like, 
he'll take it back. Thanks. Bye. Hi, the 1700s called. They want their fucking, you know, the greatest instrument ever they created They want their back. grand piano back. Yeah, that, oh, you're playing grand piano? Yeah. Wow. The fucking electric guitar hadn't even come out yet, bro. So they didn't even know how good it could be. We're still hanging. It's like, you know, how are you still eating with... Uh, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on. Uh, let's, uh, I, like, I, I think we might as well just get into Nardogs. <sighs> let's get into it. I think we have. I think we share one of them. Oh, and I was. Oh, I, like, pray tell. <laughs> it's obvious. Um, and originally, I had one that wasn't this song, but uh, day after day, it was the one that kept getting stuck in my head. It was the one that I kept repeating the chorus of, singing to myself at work. Uh, it's brick. Obviously. Yeah. You know, it's all. It's brick. Yeah, it's always been brick. It's always been brick. <laughs> it's. it's we you know, know this. The intimacy of the song, kind of the darkness of it, it, it puts Super you in a dark. setting that yeah. is very, like, you can picture it very vividly in your head. Do not um, listen to this song on a gloomy day or on a <laughs> day that you're not feeling the best about things because yeah. it is a super heavy song. I mean, like, everything about it is so effective. And what it's trying to evoke and like get across, and the story it's telling, like right. about getting an abortion and shit. And it's like Christmas time, and you know, and it's that like, uh, like that the recurring riff, the yeah, it's like very iconic. Yeah, super iconic. Even the music video. I don't know if you ever saw it, but I haven't seen it. It's iconic to me, man. The first time I saw it, I cried, and I was like twelve. Oh shit! Yeah, like it's been. Yeah, it really got me. The thing about, like, Brick is that, at this point, it's kind of become a punchline in a lot of, like, comedy stuff, you know? Right. And uh, my favorite one is, I don't know if you know Lauren Lapkus. She's on a ton of comedy bang-bangs. That sounds familiar. Was she the, uh, like, the toddler on the roller skates? What? (laughs) All right. Never (laughs) Is that a cartoon? (laughs) <laughs> no, on Comedy Bang Bang. Oh, yes, I think like, so. Pew, pew, pew. I think so? No, that might be McKenna. Like, Megan McKenna or something McKenna. Uh, she's hilarious, Lauren Lapkus. And um, she has a... There's a Netflix show called Characters. And they kind of give these, like, sketch actors or, like, you know, kind of sketch comedians uh, a whole half hour to just do, like, all these weird, crazy sketches. Yes, I've seen. I think I've seen that, and I've seen the Lauren Lapkus episode. So you know, it fucking disappointed me. It disappointed me too, a little bit. But there was one hilarious scene in a strip club. I don't know if you remember, but she plays. I might not have made it. She plays this like dead-eyed stripper, and the song that she strips to is "Brick" by Ben Folds Five. <laughs> <laughs> and she, I'm pretty sure they do the whole song. Really? And she and. Every time it gets to the chorus, like, she's a brick and a yeah. She is, like, rapidly, like, dry-humping the guy in the crowd <laughs> and, like, dead-eyed and looking off in the distance and just, like, dry-humping the dude for the entirety of the chorus. And it's one of the funniest <laughs> fucking things I've ever seen. <laughs> and it works so perfectly. So, like, this song is just... I've seen it in that context so many times, but it doesn't take away. But it's still a fucking great song. 
will definitely make me tear up if I like think too much about it, you know. And yeah. the girl in the music video uh, is the fucking little girl from Jurassic Park. She plays his girlfriend in the music video. Oh shit! The girl who plays Lex in the original Jurassic Park. You know what I'm well, talking fun about? Fact. You, you ever been there? You ever seen it? I, I've been there. You've been there? You visited? Yeah, I've visited. You it's, stopped it's, in for a second. It's fine enough, but I wish I I wish it was more eventful. Yeah, not much happened. I know. It's kind of like this, just it's kind of like a museum kind of thing. You know? Yeah, it felt very dry. Just like I'm looking at him. Like what? Yeah. yeah, it was like literally no rain. I mean, like it felt very dry. Like there was no rain the whole time. Right. There wasn't yeah. not enough rain. Not enough. My rain. only my main complaint about the first Jurassic Park movie was that there's just there wasn't enough rain. <laughs> Dude, I saw the new Black Panther last night uh, at the drive-in. And I couldn't see half the goddamn movie because the drive-in is so dark. The projection—it's always like very dim. It's so dark, and yeah. so and there were so many scenes at night in that movie. Oh man! Yeah, and I feel that, like if I, I if I see Jurassic Park in the drive-in, I'm gonna see like half of it is gonna be un unintelligible. No, man. Like lighting is different. Lighting has changed. Lighting's weird, you know. I feel like if you watch Jurassic Park at the drive-in, you would be able to see it just fine. Oh, it's I, new uh, movies. It's new movies that... I think you're right, because I've seen classics in the drive-in, and it hasn't been a problem. Yeah. I it, it's, it's this... I don't know what's happened differently with lighting. I don't know if it's because... We've just like gone up in modern age, just because yeah. of lighting technology. Like, everyone's man. watching it on TVs instead of big old theater screens. I don't know, mm. um, but I, you know, you like we all remember like the Dark Knight, right? And like I have no idea what you're talking about. I saw that in theaters and I couldn't see a fucking thing the entire time. It was all I, I dark. remember that. Yeah, it was all night. Yeah. Um, Any what what are we talking about? I don't remember. Um, all right. Well, what's like? Can you name like a song that you like? Oh quick? yeah, uh, yes. Uh, oh, real quick about Brick too. Uh, apparently, they got a lot of shit for that song from like some of their more like diehard fans. Really? That they they said that it was like a sellout song. That they obviously wrote this like ballad to be on the radio or have, there like, are so many other songs they sold out with on this album. I would say there are so many other slow songs on this album too. Like it's like half rock and half slow. But no, I'm just yeah, like, oh it's... Brick is the one that it was their sellout slow obvious single song. I'm like Brick is just a fucking beautiful song. Uh, like you could have said the same thing with like Smoke or fucking missing the war or whatever. Yeah, selfless, uh, selfless, cold and, and composed. Yeah, was super jazzy and chill too. I just I did not understand that criticism, but uh, I would say other than uh, one angry dwarf and Stevens last night in town, both of those uh, were my honorable mentions. Stevens last night in town has that like super fun swing style, and it yeah. It every time I hear a swing song, it brings me back to like that year that everyone was super into swing music. And I was super what year into was it. That? I think it was like ninety nine or two thousand, right around when the mask came out. So like late nineties. Okay. Yeah. I, th- I mean, hey, Pachuca. Yeah, Good dude. Good three. Hey, I want to be like. Wait, didn't you make us listen to that album? 
Uh, I made you listen to that song for uh, fucking Narnug's radio. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah, I like that song. Um, but my other choice nug is Song for the Dumped. Yeah, I think we all saw that coming from a mile away. Yeah. Uh, I think this song was made by the bassist. Like, the lyrics for this song was made by the bassist for... Kind of like seems like... Writing- Selfless, cold, and composed. Oh. And the bassist was like, nah, man, like, it's, it's, you're thinking about it too much. It should be as simple as this. And then he wrote Song for the Dumped. Interesting. Uh, and th- that's an interesting take on it. A kind of shitty take. Uh, but. It's a weird take. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a weird fucking take. Like, yeah. you should think less about your lyrics. Yeah. Um, but this is a very fun song. Super. It's very like lighthearted and like fuck you. Yeah, he says fuck you in it. He says uh, bitch in it. Yep. Uh, they get they get real bad boy. They go real bad boys of, of piano music on this one. Uh, <laughs> ben Folt has got to be in that ranking. He's got to. He's right up there. Um, he's him and uh, I don't know who else. Jackie Chan and Twin Dragons, one of the twins that plays piano. That's there we gonna, go. That's what I'm going to go with. Yeah. Uh, the I love Song for the Dumped, but it does have an awkward track placement because it's yeah. right after Brick, just like right after Brick, <laughs> right after like the most heartbreaking, saddest song, and the next one's like, "Give me my money back, you bitch." Yeah, they're just like, "Ah, oh, all right, let's uh, let's get like, things let's going. Let's bring again, it huh? back. Yeah, let's bring people back." Uh, even like uh oh Robert Sledge is the bassist. Shout out Robert Sledge. He's fucking great. Okay. And it almost sounds like it makes sense of the ba- the bassist that Robert wrote that song because it's very like bass centric. Like he does all that like yep, it's like, uh, one of those distorted bass songs. Yeah. It's like it was it sounded like it was written for him like to kind of showcase him and sure. it makes sense that he wrote it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, right, that tracks for sure. Uh, and I just love, like, it's super catchy, and I love um, that it's about his girlfriend breaking up with him, like, right after he bought her dinner. <laughs> so he's, like, pissed I off. I wish I didn't buy you... Whatever, yeah. Yeah, and he wants he just wants his shirt back. It's like he's just being <laughs> super petty. It's like a really petty breakup song, and it's great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, let me tell you my second favorite song after some honorable mentions Ooh. Um, I think there were some really beautiful songs on this record I think I might be the only person that thinks that no um, there's a lot of people that love this album but Selfless Cold and Composed is one that I really like uh, Stephen Loves Last Night in Town is super fun Yeah. Missing the War and Evaporated I think are, are very pretty in their own right but I'm going to go my second nug is going to be Smoke. Interesting. I, I, I think it goes toe-to-toe for me in just, like, just fucking, I don't know. There's there's a bittersweet, just moody vibe there. It has this, like, I don't know what it is, like an accordion lead? Yeah, it almost sounds like a, something like Sailor's. Oh, it's like a. It's probably like that. I think little... it's a. It's a melodica. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Yeah, which I appreciated. Uh, I uh, love melodica. Um, I think it's such a beautiful song. It uh, sounds like the... a sea shanty to me, almost. A little bit. It's kind of got that like do 
yeah that's gotta be it right it's the waltz kind of yeah yeah it's that waltzy kind of yeah for sure um the sentiment of the song being like this whole relationship and everything related to it being burned in a in a pile of fire after it's over Mm. you know all these things being forgotten and stuff uh oh poor ben folds Oh, poor... Oh, Benny boy. Oh, oh did someone get broken oh, up with? Oh, Benny Hill sad again. <laughs> oh, no. Everyone cry for Ben Folds. <laughs> I I think it's just a beautiful song. I really like his vocals on this. I think I might... I, like, I love Ben Folds and his vocals. Yeah. And that's... I know that's a hot take. It's but. it's kind of a hot take, but not really. He has a, he has a really unique voice, and I, I like his voice, too. He has a unique voice, and it has a lot of personality, which is always going to be very divisive. Yeah, easily you know, sounds like he could be in a like an emo band, <laughs> right, um, yeah. kind of like Saves the Day type, uh, like Thursday or something. Thursday, or yeah. uh, easily could sound like he's uh, like in the like in the Decemberists. Yes, you know. Yeah, I got that exact vibe. Yeah, where there was like one one like little word he said in one of these songs where it was like "fuck, dude." Decemberists yeah. are Decemberists auditioning, baby. Yeah, right. <laughs> the hazards of love. <laughs> so good. Um, we should do a Decemberist album. You know, I listened I to the Crane them. Wife uh, a couple weeks ago, and like five of those songs come out at work regularly. I had no idea. Like, I I I thought Decemberists were like a cult favorite. I didn't think. I no, don't know they how had some they pretty mainstream success. They're they're pretty accessible because they have different phases too. Uh, I liked their kind of like psych rock, uh, kind of psych folk phase that they went through. That was really yeah. fun, and then they went through like almost an Americana country thing that was really cool too. Ooh, that'd be a good that'd be a good <laughs> candidate for like uh, an a, a anthology podcast where you listen to like all their albums in a row and see right, like how yeah. they changed and all the different phases of them. That's a good candidate. That could be it. I'm sure it's out there. Well, we're doing AFI right now. And I think after AFI, we're going to move on to another band and do the same thing. Really? Yeah. We were thinking incubus. Y'all keeping this going. Yeah. We were thinking incubus would be the next one. And it was just <laughs> kind of like, you know, cause they changed so much. That, yeah. They, Incubus is such an underrated band. I feel like they get yeah. a lot of shit. Dude, I don't know why they get so much shit. They're fucking awesome. They're like so talented. And they anyway. were really awesome. Yeah, okay, anyway. <laughs> we'll do a fucking Incubus thing, whatever. Alright, well, I'm gonna go ahead and rank this thing. Uh, go ahead and rank this thing. I'm gonna go ahead and rank that thing. Because mine's s- gonna be much higher. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> uh, like you said, um, you know, everything good that we've said about it still stands. I haven't changed my mind in 20 minutes. Uh, great musicianship, good songwriting. Um, you know, we didn't mention the production. Production is really good. Uh, they can get rock in. They can be really pretty and jazzy. And there's again, there's just a certain energy uh, that I don't enjoy from this album. Um, and it's just not my cup of tea. Uh, it's not my thing. I'm never gonna listen to this album again. And uh, and I'm probably Brick never gonna listen to these songs heart. again. As much as I like Brick, I'm like, I'm never it's one of those songs that, yeah, it's okay, that's fine. You don't have to. I'll just keep talking. I'm not talking for 
Because you're listening. I'm talking because I want to hear myself talk. Yeah, right. That's what I... This has nothing to do with you, this whole thing. (laughs) I'll just just go ahead and, like, play Minecraft on my phone or whatever if you want to. Okay, yeah, get into it. Open it up. I'm almost done. I'll let you know when I'm done. Oh, creeper! Nice, nice. Um, So, yeah, I think, uh, you know, I'm going to base... I'm going to give it a rating, purely a rating of how much I like this music. I'm not going to rate it on musicianship and all that shit. None of that's going to factor in, despite it being a a fact. All right? I'm going to... This is going to be purely what I think about this album, and it's not my style, so it's not going to be great. Um, I'm going to give it, like... Because Brick is on it? No, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. Because Brick give is it, so no, goddamn give it, good. Give it your fucking rating. Because Brick is so good. true heart rating. Brick brought, this, Brick brought this motherfucker up a whole point. Fuck. I'm giving it a 4.0. Fuck. Yeah, I know, that's heavy. Take it in. Just oh, take it. man. This is, let, that, this... let that sink in. Let that marinate. I, I don't think we've had a point deficit this large since like dark side of the moon all star <laughs> dub side dub side um, of the moon get it right but no no, no wait no pause i was oh. the low score dude i don't care oh god damn it i'm here's the thing i'm giving this album like a 9.2 what i know i and i wasn't expecting it when oh. i first listened to it but Every song on here is there's such a there's what? a variety of styles on this album, even if it's all like piano based. Like they go swing, they're lightheaded. All their slow songs are beautiful and so well written. The lyrics put you in a scene. I I think it's always wow. descriptive and colorful. Um, you get a whole array of colors on this record. Oh, it's a, it's a rainbow. Uh, it's a rainbow. Oh, it's a rainbow, my friend. I I love what they do and they do it well. Yeah. All right. What it, would you what do is, you give this jambalaya of music? This gumbo, this this salad, this mixing bowl of music. It's a 9.2. Oh yeah, you already said it. <laughs> <laughs> you already stopped listening I'm, soon. No, right? once I heard 9.2, it's like my brain fucking... I got brain freeze. <laughs> oh, man. Like, I do think... you like clarinet that much? Like... You know what? You know I played clarinet for one year you in middle school. Do I, dude, I've been trying so hard. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a fucking dick, dude. I tell you all the time how much I love clarinet. We'll okay. Like we'll see. <laughs> I th- it's a nine point two for me right now. Okay. We'll see if it gets annoying over time. Yeah. You know, I'm I might get annoyed with your it. Your rating's but gonna get annoying over time. What, something you could also listen to over time is this podcast. Yeah. In general, thank you guys for listening to this episode, which you've listened for this entire time. You there's I I think everyone made it to the end. And I thank I all think of you. Everyone watched the whole thing. I have full faith that everyone has made it to the very end. I can't believe I thought I was going to get you higher in and the in the point uh, from like a four to a seven. Yeah, that was that was a fool's error. I'm telling you, I was at a three, 
and Brick brought it up to a four. And when you said seven, I was like, oh, buddy. Oh, oh buddy. It's I like thought the, you were at least in like the 5.5 range or something. Yeah, well, you were wrong. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. We're on anywhere you find podcasts. Look it up. We are on YouTube if you want the video version where you can look at me fucking staring Lucas yeah. down yeah, well, and being scared at the same time. <laughs> yeah, and you can look at me because I look good. Um, that's it. And check us out on Instagram, EVPcast, Earbuds Podcast. That's how you're going to find us, baby. If you find headphone reviews, you've gone too far. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, you're Come not you're back. not look you're not Come searching right. Uh, Same, do podcast. That'll help. I Put you know next week, Ash, uh, I have a little kind of a a curveball for you. We're going really? Stoner Rock. Oh boy! How long back. has it been? We're back to 2018. We did a full 360. <laughs> I think is the saying. We're gonna it's... listen to Black Mountains by Destroyer, or the band is called Black Mountain and the album is called Destroyer. I can't remember. You're not sure. I'm not sure. Let me look it up. Yeah, do that real quick. Let me look it up. You know what? It's worth looking up. Eh. It's it's worth knowing. Okay, so the band's called Black Mountain, and the album's called Destroyer. Okay. And uh, get your butthole ready. Because a, a peg is, is, is coming to town. Is it the same shit, though? Pe- peg Ryan is coming to town, my friend. We'll see. I am, I am not forgiving with fucking stoner music. Oh, well... You know, you're about to... It's a nice six-minute songs, the whole album. So just strap in, buckle up. Nice and up, short, all right. Nice and short. I can Get do ready. That. And everyone, go listen to Destroyer by Black Mountain before next week. Thank you so much for listening. EBPcast on Instagram. Uh, we love you guys. Subscribe, follow, like. Rate us. We actually need ratings. Rate us. Rate. Give us a rating. Give us a review. Uh, and... Uh, oh, you're dancing up. I don't want to... <laughs> I saw a pop there for a second. Oh, whoa! Hey, All right. moves at the club. Oh, and go check out our OnlyFans page. All right. Bye, Ash. Bye, Lucas.